Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Coastal Midweek Podcast. This week, we are back here with Pastor TJ talking about diving into week two of Built to Last. And this week was all about releasing the offense. Yeah. You know, letting letting things go that we've carried around maybe for a long time and releasing those things and allowing freedom for our lives, which I think a lot of people can use in this season. Yeah. Because a lot of people are walking around. Yeah. Carrying some things, you know, some, I don't know, disagreements, disappointments. I think you should have said this different. I think you should have done this different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, over the last 20 months, we've seen uh, uh, a lot of people uh, that they were best friends with that are no yeah. longer talking to each other. We, yep. we see a lot of uh, family members that are 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 at odds with each other mm-hmm. over over. political disagreements, you know, uh, friendships that have been severed Mm -hmm. over, uh, over, you know, racial tension. I mean, just, just so many opportunities for offense to take place in people's lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's exactly like this weekend, if you guys haven't gotten to go watch the message, you know, because you brought this mousetrap out there and we're talking about how the enemy is trying to trap us and things. Yeah. And he knows what our bait is. He knows the things that are going to kind of set us off and get us to take that bait. And then he's got, he's got us trapped. Yep. And I do think that there are a lot of people walking around that are part of that trap. And what I appreciated about the conversation that you had on Sunday was that you, you didn't just leave us in the trap. Yeah. You know, you you helped us get free of those things that the enemy uses to keep us in bondage. Yeah, and it's so much and it has so much to do with with not the offense but what it does to our heart. Yep. And um yep. and and that's the part. It's it's easy to go out there and say, "Hey, forgive people, forgive mm-hmm. people, forgive people." We I mean, we've all heard that. It's it's like when you were a little kid what and you did something wrong, what'd your parent do? Oh, go you tell need to them. Go apologize. Go tell them you're sorry and give them a but hug. But I'm not sorry. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I, you know, uh, it, it's like you did the physical action. Yeah. But yet nothing changed in your heart. You still had this bitterness. You still had this resentment. You still yeah. had this anger. You yeah. there there was still a, a tension in that relationship, and. You know, part of this year, the goal is is helping you get healthy, helping you get whole, helping you yeah. be complete. Yeah. And if we're really going to be healthy and whole, then that means we have to be free. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to have the relationships that I think God wants us to have, yeah. then we've got to be able to fully bring ourselves to those relationships and fully be able to love, feel, yep. fully be able to trust, fully be able to communicate. But if there's if there's some sort of bitterness, it's mm-hmm. going to filter. Well, and into and everything. One of one of the things that you actually talked about is that you know you brought up this verse in Hebrews that that actually talked about. It says, "Look after each other, so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, but corrupts many." Yeah, you know, like there is this thing when we take the bait, it troubles us, but and we think that oh man, this is just affecting 
me. It's not affecting my marriage. It's not affecting my kids. It's not affecting anything else, but really like it is corrupting everything around you. Yeah. I mean, you can see people that let's say people that go from relationship to relationship to relationship. And you see this in divorce statistics, you know, you think, well, I just didn't marry the right person. And you go and you get remarried and then, you know, statistics in divorce say the more marriages you have, the more likely you are to get to divorce. And basically I think that's the problem everywhere I go there I am. Yeah. And if we don't deal with us, then we just bring that in and corrupt every relationship and every conversation yep. that then we think it's everybody else, but it's because we haven't let go of, I mean, yeah. we're the common denominator. Yeah. And that's the thing that nobody wants to recognize mm-hmm. is there, you know, people, if you like, always have a problem, yeah. if you're always having a problem at, with every, everybody. at every job you have and people mm-hmm. are just nasty at every job you have, maybe it's not people. Mm. Maybe, just, just maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take a look at you. Yeah. You need to look in the mirror and mm-hmm. go, man, what's going on with me? My heart. Or, or if drama follows you everywhere, yes. if like every, oh, everybody is just drama. Well, maybe not everybody's drama, maybe your drama. Mm-hmm. Or the way that you process through stuff makes you think that everybody else is, but you're carrying around yep. this bitterness or offense because of something that happened, you know, who knows how long ago, you know, one, one of the things that you discussed partway through your message is you said, you know, you want to help people be, be healthy in the season. You want to help people let go of this root of bitterness or this offense that's in their life. And what I appreciate about one of the things that we do at Coastal is we don't just tell people something, we give them the tools and the how to. Yeah. To, to get to that new place because it, it is, it is not as simple as just going, okay, I'm going to forgive them or I'm sorry, or I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. There's a process to it. Well, and it's, it, it, it takes time. That's the, what, that's what you got to do, but how do you get to the point yes. to be able to do that mm-hmm. and do it properly? Mm-hmm. And the thing, the thing that you started with was that we have to remember first that we've been forgiven and that is something I think people take for granted and that you don't think of very often is like, I need to remember all of my mess. Yeah. I, I think there's two parts of that. One, we, we shouldn't, we shouldn't dwell on we our past. We don't live in that. We don't right? live in that. You know, when, when God forgives us as far as the Absolutely. East is from the West. And so it's not like God in heaven is looking down and going, well, he I, doesn't re- remember. I remember when you, right. but I think it's important. So it's not a, it's not a firm, a shame aspect yeah. or a guilt aspect that we need to remember. It's an appreciation. It's an appreciation yeah. of like, man, I remember when. I was an alcoholic. I remember when I was in the gutter. I remember when my life fell apart. I remember when every decision I made was a terrible decision and was full of mistakes and causing pain and hurt to everybody around me. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of that, God, you showed up. Yes. And you redeemed me and and you you restored restored me. And I, I didn't deserve that. None of it. But you did it anyways. And and you looked at it and said, man, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. I've got a plan. Yep. And and it's that. And that and that's not hard for me to remember. It's really easy yeah. for me to to put myself back in that situation. Right. And and when you get that it, in your life, it's really easy to go, man, they because I know how broken I was. Mm-hmm. 
it's easy for me now to go, man, something must be broken in them. Yeah. For them to do that, mm-hmm. for them to try to break me, how yeah. broken are they? Well, we, we talk to our staff about this all the time. And even some of our volunteers, you know, if somebody comes up and they're harsh or they're rude or they, they just, you know, kind of snap at you and it, it wasn't right. That wasn't the right response of that person, but we're constantly going, you know what, you guys, you do not know what that person walked in here with today. You don't know what argument just took place in the car. You don't know. And this is just a byproduct of something that's happening in their life. Yeah. And when we can take that perspective of like, man, I wonder what's happening in them that they would respond like this instead of just getting offended, Yeah, you know, and, and upset by something. It might actually be, you know, for those of you that, that are thinking about like, man, I, I really want God to use me. Mm-hmm. It, it could be the greatest ministry moment of your life Yeah, because it's in those moments where you go, Hey, man, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah. I mean, I got to have a conversation with a guy about that not too long ago. Just some things were happening and mm-hmm. his reaction. And I was just like, hey, is everything okay? Yeah. And the story that came out of it yep. gave me this incredible opportunity yeah. to pray with him and believe with him and mm-hmm. stand with him. And yeah, it, it changed the dynamics of our relationship. Mm-hmm. And instead of just being like, man, my friend's a jerk today and yeah. walking around and not talking to him, but instead mm-hmm. going, well, I, I is everything been, all right? Because yeah. that's out of your character. Yeah. Well, I could have been like, man, you're a jerk. And yeah. I'm, screw and like, you. Screw you. That's- I ain't hell. You know, and I could have, and I could have been, you know, I could have, I could have allowed, kids listening. I could have allowed something to build up yeah. in that relationship mm-hmm. that wouldn't just hinder that relationship. Yeah. It would then, I would come home and I would talk about it and would fester right. more. And, and then, then I would get upset because. You, yeah. He's doing this to my husband. Yeah. And I, but I think that happens all the time. And if we can take that approach of like, remember, I've been forgiven. Remember, I've been in those difficult places where I snapped and responded in somebody because I was having a bad day or something crazy just happened. And that's not necessarily who I am. But if somebody experienced me on that day, like, but that's who they know you as now. Right. And so I think as much as we can remember the grace that God has given us and the way that he's led us through those seasons and even the way that sometimes we've responded to other people yeah. and go, you know what? I need to dig a little bit deeper and, and go, how are, how are you really doing? Cause this isn't like you. Yeah. And maybe that's a challenge for somebody that's out there today. Maybe you've been struggling with a friendship or a relationship and it just seems like, man, they, They've kind of switched and and gone a different direction. Maybe it's time for you to reach out and go, are you okay? Did something change? Because this is out of character for you. Can I, you know, Yeah. what can I do? Yeah. Um, and that can, can change the course of things. And then one of the things you also talked about was to depend on the Holy Spirit. And I think this isn't something that we talk about a ton because again, you, you said in your message, like people just think the Holy Spirit's weird and it makes people weird. And well, that's because people, people that are weird have, have blamed their weirdness yeah. on the Holy Spirit yeah. and given them a bad reputation. Yeah. You when know. really the Holy Spirit in the Bible is described as our helper. Yeah. It's that the Holy Spirit was given when, when Jesus ascended into heaven and he's now at the father and he said, I'm going to leave you 
basically his spirit, which is going to help us, which is going to empower us, which is going to strengthen us. And we have access to this, but so many of us don't even realize that. And so we're, you talked about being in those moments where you have to deal with these moments where we could be offended or we have to deal with a person that has hurt us or anything like that, that you said, just started off with Holy Spirit, help me. Yeah. I, I, I don't think, I think we overcomplicate a lot mm -hmm. of our relationship with God. And I think yeah. it's way more simple than it is. Then we make it. Listen, and call the Holy Spirit Dave if you need to. <laughs> it's weird to say Holy Spirit, say Dave, help. Well, there's the, you know, there's the thing, <laughs> Holy Spirit, activate. Holy, there's this no. whole TikTok thing going really? on right now. I don't do uh, TikTok. Yeah. Well, I, I actually saw it on an Instagram reel, but some girls in service after our Saturday uh -huh. night came to me and they said, have you seen the Holy Spirit activate dance? You know, and I was like, <laughs> actually, yes, I have, you know, but I made them do the dance just, just so that. That's I, funny. I, but, uh, you know. Some, so do the dance. Holy Spirit activate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes you just got to go, man, I, I need something more than what yes. I've got. Mm -hmm. And I would say and we that's actually not weird. No, no, no. We actually need that a lot more than we recognize. Mm -hmm. uh, you you talked about how like I'm going into a meeting where I need wisdom, or and I I do the same thing all the time. I was thinking about that while you were talking. I was like, how many times a day do I go, man? I'm going into this difficult conversation, yep. and God, I need like Holy Spirit, give me wisdom. Holy Spirit, prepare their heart yeah. for this conversation. Holy Spirit, let them receive this in the right way. You know. There's, there's so many things that we can pray in those moments that I believe God works. Yeah. And, and it's act, Holy Spirit is activated. Holy Spirit <laughs> activate. You know, it, and, and that's the whole thing. We, we think that we have to have these, to have God work in our life. We have to be able to pray these elaborate yeah, prayers. Which is a bunch of baloney. Yeah. I mean, the only person that's good at that is you. You're Me? great at elaborate prayers. No. Uh, but it's, it's simple. It's like, God, mm -hmm. I need you right now. Yes. Can you help me? Yep. Holy Spirit. Yep. I know you're living and breathing inside of me. You're 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 you have supernatural power. Mm -hmm. I'm in a natural situation that I need something supernatural to happen. Yep. And 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 I'm going to put my trust in you. Mm -hmm. And and you're going to help me. And the more you do that and the more you see like you experience that strength or that wisdom or the situation that goes well, you know, the more you learn to rely. Yeah on that, but it's something that is cultivated. Yeah. Just like any relationship. I think, I think it's, you know, <clears throat> in our culture today, being codependent is terrible. Yeah. This is the one time yes. in one area in your life. You should be codependent. You should be codependent. Like yeah. you need the Holy Spirit yep. working in your life. This is not where you need to be independent. You need to be codependent. You actually need, just need to be dependent. Right. And I think that's, there's a verse in the Bible that says, pray without ceasing. Yeah. And I really think that that's what it, I think what it's meaning is like that constant conversation, Lord, help me deal with this coworker. Well, Holy well, Spirit, can you please help me in this situation? You know? I think the great revivalist, uh, <clears throat> Smith Wigglesworth said. I was going to say Biggie Smalls. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Smith Wigglesworth uh, said, I never pray more than 30 minutes, mm. but I never go more than 30 minutes without praying. And, uh, and, uh, and I think that that's a great, it's, it's, it's this dependence. It's going with that mm -hmm. praying ceaselessly or praying, pray without continuously, ceasing. uh, some other versions say, and, and it's, it's not that I'm constantly like, 
praying all the time is that like I'm having this divine connection with God and I'm having this divine connection with his Holy Spirit that he's left here on earth. Jesus actually said, I will send you a helper. Yeah. To, he's going to live yeah. inside of us that, and, and he says he's given us power. Yes. It's the word dudamus. Yep. It actually means explosive power. Yep. Like we've been given an explosive power mm -hmm. that so little of us or so few of us yep. actually tap into yes. this power source that will generate everything that we need. Yep. And and how we how we get dependent on that is by communicating continuously with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying him, the Holy Spirit isn't an it. It's not a thing. It's a person. Dave. It's just apparently Dave for <laughs> Shayla. Um, but, uh. but I think it's important that you recognize mm -hmm. that there is something powerful inside of you. The same power that raised mm -hmm. Jesus from the dead mm -hmm. lives inside of you. And the more you. you tap into that power, the more you desire to, you, you know, Smith, Smith Wigglesworth said something else. One of my favorite things ever. He said, there's nothing impossible with God, but we measure God by the limitations of our unbelief, you know? And like, we do have this God that can do all of these things that we think. I mean, he's turned the hearts of Kings. He can turn the heart of your spouse. Yeah. You know, he, he, like, there's so much that, that he's done. He's, he's raised people to places of prominence that were from a gutter. Like he made Shayla fall in love with me. I mean, miracles. Yeah. Don't measure God by the limitations of your unbelief. <laughs> you you believed. I did believe. I believed for a long time. <laughs> Which, hey, I'm grateful you did because you're the best husband ever. For you. No, you really are the best husband. Like you, uh, thanks. You, I appreciate you that. You kill it. You do a great job. Thanks. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thanks. I don't know how we get off on this, but anyways, okay. So Holy Spirit help me. Yeah. Is something that we need to continue to pray and to tap into and to use as as a resource. And then I think the hardest thing for people is something that you talked about at the end. And but I think it's actually the thing that releases us the most. And that's to pray for God's best for their life. Yeah. For that person that hurt you, and I actually think you. I actually think you're you're kind of the best person to to talk about this because of tragedies and and different yeah. things that have happened. For me, you know, a lot of you, a lot of you guys know part of my story. But when I was 19 years old, um, I was the victim of rape, and it was by somebody that I that I knew that I trusted, and I went, went to counseling and I had to process through all of these different things, but I still had so much fear and bitterness and, you know, offense and all of this stuff trapped up inside of me. And, and I knew like, I can't carry this around because if I do, I'm going to carry this into every relationship. I mean, counselors told me like, it's going to be hard for you to love or trust any man again because of what's happened to you. And I just refused to be that victim, but it took a lot of work. Yeah. I think on my part, and this is where I think forgiveness happens, is I remember every day, every morning waking up and saying, God, I, I forgive him. And going about my day, I'd pick it back up and I'd be fearful in a situation or I'd see something or smell something that reminded me of something that took me straight back to that, you know, yeah. to that pain. And I'd pick it right back up again. And the next day I'd have to be like, no, Lord, I forgive him. And he never came and asked for an apology, never admitted anything wrong, you know, none of those things. But every day I said, I can't, I can't carry this. And 
So every day I made that decision when I wake up, I, I pictured that person. I said, I choose to forgive him. I choose to forgive him. And it took a long time, but there was a point after I did that every single day where I didn't have to do it anymore because that hurt and that pain became less and less and it didn't define me anymore yeah. to the point that I saw that guy again and was actually had a conversation with him and said, hey, I'm praying for you. Hope you have a great day. You know, like to get to that point for me was huge, but it took an every single day going, nope, I choose to forgive him. God, I pray that you would heal him of his brokenness. God, I pray, you know, that you would help him find hope in you. And it works, but it's hard work. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and that's, that's the whole thing about getting your heart right. Yeah. Is that getting your heart right isn't always the easiest thing, but man, it's the most beneficial thing. It doesn't thing. release them. It releases yeah. you. Well, and the reality is, is unforgiveness is never imprisoning them. No. Bitterness is never imprisoning them. Right. Because most of the time they don't even know yeah. that you. Oh, he knew. Well, I, you know, in that in, situation. Uh, yes. But in so many of our situations, you know, I talked about you're mad at the person on yeah. off of Instagram that you've never met, yeah. but yet you feel like as your friend, you've, you're holding bitterness and resentment and yeah. anger. They're not hurting. Right. They're not impacted. Yeah. You're the one that's yeah. that's locked up. Yeah. You're the one that's in prison. And, I, and, you know, I think we have to get to this place where we refuse to be a, the, that victim replayed over and over again every day. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to release it. Yeah. It, it, I, I actually said this. Why would you let something that hurts you once yes. hurt you for the rest of your life? Yes. And And- hurt every around you every relationship you engage with yep i remember early on in our marriage like some of those some of those things were still affecting me you know and and i still had to continue to make choices to to release i mean years yeah of doing that and now it's you know it doesn't really affect me except that I can talk about it to other people and go, you can't carry that around anymore. Yeah. You know, and there's a freedom that I feel that I want you to feel. But that only comes with making that choice of forgiveness every single day and, and praying something good over that person. It doesn't have to be blessings over that person. It doesn't have to be God bless them, but it can be God help them to recognize their brokenness, help them to find healing. Yeah. You know, because the only reason they're doing those things or in that position or would say those things or harm you in those ways is because they're broken yep. and they're hurting and they're, they are jacked up in their mind and they need God's healing. Yeah. And so if we can pray those things over their life, it only makes us better, but it also puts them in a better situation not to hurt anybody else. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, if you're struggling with that, I would encourage you every day, wake up, you picture that person. You you say, God, forgive them. And I pray, Lord, that they would experience you, that they would find healing, that they would find restoration, that they would find peace, whatever it is that they need. And I, I believe if you continue to do that, that hurt and pain gets less and less and you find yourself yeah. in freedom. Yep. You know? So I hope this was helpful for you guys. I know that this series is going to be an amazing series. And I, I really, truly believe that if we are going to have relationships and marriages and kids and friendships that are built to last, we have to learn how to let go of the offense and to release that root of bitterness. 
So hope you guys put this stuff into practice and we will see you guys back here next week. Bye.